Happy Monday, Mr. Bradford. It's been a Monday. It's been a fucking Monday. Yeah. <laughs> How's uh, that? The worst part of today was uh, not the incredible amount of work I had to get done or any of that. Like, I, I didn't even care to get into any of that. It was kind of just a setup day. But it rained all night, rained this morning, then the sun at like 1 p.m. instantly came out. It wasn't like the clouds drifted away and it started to dry out and get warm. It was moisture, rain, 90 degree sun just like I'm standing outside and I was like, what happened? There's steam coming it's off the 3, ground. 3,000% humidity. Oh, it was just so, like oh the paper my in my office was like wet. Like, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Like, it's so <laughs> hot. It wasn't even the hottest day by far that we've had, but just, you know, like 88, 89 degrees like would be normally comfortable on a dry day for the South, but... Holy shit, dude. This <laughs> just is so <Fucking> brutal. <laughs> I've just been chugging liquid since I've been home because it seems like you just can't. You just sweat so constantly. So, super glad to be home in the air conditioning. Dude, I bet. Like, so, are you guys, out. are you guys, did you guys get like cleared or are you guys still waiting for? Um, everything in the, in the shop got cleared. We were waiting on our pond, the drainage pond, to get signed off on and they said we will have our co by wednesday i open thursday so we're damn cut right on the wire yeah yeah because i can't legally do work inside the bay until i have a certificate of occupancy so i have like a stocking permit right now so i can put all my stuff up and my employees can be there but if you're not on the insurance of the company then you can't be in there no wrench oh, oh okay do you guys so do you guys have pits or do you guys have jacks or uh, I have a pit. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. One, one bay is a pit and the other one is just for tires or whatever. Okay. So. My dad, uh, has a friend in Colorado who used to own a Pennzoil lube shop out towards Aurora. And, uh, some dude came in one day and fucking threw himself into the pit to try and get like insurance it was some it was a customer the dude just like kind of like waddled in and like fell over into the into the pit and they think it was deliberate but i think he got caught by one of the nets so he didn't get fucked up like too bad like a couple bumps and scrapes but we have nets somebody does that in mine <laughs> staying in the pit <laughs> lock that motherfucker down there yeah the the one thing we have is like little metal covers that are great so you can walk on uh, and I just, I have to drill it into my employees that if you're not in that pit with a truck over it, that is covered because I, I will not be, because a lot of shops don't have, there's only like three that get those pits and they believe that my area is going to be so heavy with preventive maintenance and mechanical that they are confident that basically sectioning off a half of one bay will still be profitable because i mean we're used to be loves only did tires oh no shit now now i i have three mechanics plus myself that run um from 7 a.m until 11 p.m at night we run full mechanical like you can get dot inspections we can put in water pumps we can i mean my every we do everything up until like we won't replace turbos we won't uh pull transmissions 
we try to keep it three hours or less. Oh, okay. But they're giving me a lot of leeway on that. It's kind of, we're like, we'll let you do more. And then there's talk. If I can make enough money, I can hire a service writer. And then my life will be so much easier because writing service tickets is time consuming and it can get messed up. And when you go from like working on a truck to try to build this guy out, to jump on another truck, like yeah. you get rushed and sloppy because the guy has to wait on you to finish his work to then go start his bill. So he's going to be there an extra 20 minutes and drivers don't want that. Yeah. I'm, I imagine time is money for those dudes. Right. It would be better if, well, cause we all wear radios and stuff. It'd be better if we were working on a truck and I can say, all right, uh, that worked. I'm buttoning it up now. Uh, you can go ahead and bill him out yeah. for, you know, there was no extra cost or whatever. Two hours of labor plus parts. And they can go, okay. And then when you button the truck up, the driver's sitting there waiting to leave. That, that's how it's got to eventually get to. So uh, I can't wait for that. Baby but, steps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby steps. Right, right, right now is, right now is fucking rough. But, Sounds like you guys are making decent headway though, so. We are, yeah. The, the guys are working real hard. They're. Nobody's a slouch. I hired good people, so I'm pretty stoked. Fuck yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so we have got packs coming up. Yeah, yeah. So if you were here for Super Science Elon Musk news and other cool rocket things, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be pretty heavy on video games. I think is what we decided. Stoked We're on definitely going to cover <laughs> some other topics. There's but. some. There's a lot of good shit that's coming up right now, and it, it'll be it'll be fun to talk about it. And if you're going to PAX, look for Tyler. He'll be there handing out horrible influence yeah. stickers. And I'll be there on Monday, unless I get a free ticket to go a different day. But I'm not planning on getting a free ticket, so just be there Monday. Yeah, you'll be inside Monday. You're going to go uh, the weekend and kind of do the outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> Lurk, yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Going to try and, um, well, not try, but going to check out a local print shop or an online print shop and see what the see what our options are. Going to try and get um, information printed on the back of the sticker so we have, like, we can talk about that shit another time. But, uh, oh, that'd be like cool. A sticker like a, on one almost side like a and business then, information yeah. on the back, and then when you peel it off, then you just got the sticker. Yeah. You can throw that like yeah. in your pocket. That's For a good sure. Idea. I imagine that's expensive, but whatever. Whatever. We'll just it's just money. Figure something out. Yeah. So I don't know why I wrote this down, but uh, I did some streaming with um, Metal God X on. Uh, Twitch the other day playing some Fortnite, which we're going to get into here in a little bit because um, I put in some work on Fortnite. You've been playing it. Good game. But uh, he posted a video on our Discord, and when I got on today, I had to watch it. And it was about the largest cats in the world, and I, sk- oh, I didn't man. care about any of the tigers or ligers and all that stuff. I just wanted to look at the house cats. What were the biggest house cats? Yeah. And I wrote this dude down, uh, his <laughs> stats. And I thought it would be a great, great kickoff here. He's from New York. The owner and whatever is from New York City. His name's Samson. He's four feet long, 28 pounds. He's a Maine Coon is the 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 breed breed or whatever of the cat. He eats 
six cans of wet food a day. Whoa, dude. He goes through multiple bags of cat food a week, dry food, on top of that. Dude, he's a monster. <laughs> he's got 11,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> that is it's just so fantastic to me. And this cat... I just want I just want to squeeze it. Like this guy's just holding him and the cat's like whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> like pick me up and feed me six cans. I have to throw away my wet food because I feed it one can to my cat part of it a night and it goes bad before she finishes one can. Really? Yeah, she eats like a teaspoon of wet food. <laughs> and my cat's tiny. It's a little guy or a little girl. So, I mean, she's back here chilling sure right now. Sure she's not 4 feet long. Yeah, but if she's so she's like two and a half pounds, that cat's twenty eight pounds. Ten times heavier, Jesus Christ! It's like a pit bull. That's bigger than my cat. Uh, that's bigger than Oscar. Our oh, yeah. fucking well, twenty two pound dog. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and cats are and it, this cat's not overweight either. It's proportional. Yeah, no, it just looks like a fucking giant cat. Yeah, it's so cool, dude. That <laughs> the- <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, so yeah. Thank, thank you, metal. For that <laughs> yeah. Up. yeah, yeah. Real. Uh, it was good playing with him, man. We we did some Fortnite, and and it was, he got me from like, we I went to my base, and then again we're, we're gonna hit Fortnite. But I went to my base, and then he was like, oh well, make me party leader, and you can come see mine. And it was this like, he had like trails of doom that <laughs> you funneled the zombies into and they had to walk and i was like why so long he's like every now and then one of them makes it He was like i found a dead one right here and he like walked me through and it's like a mile of ma- like he built mazes with traps and that's badass that's, it's real cool i was like this is what i need i need this in my life <laughs> yeah it's your fucking zen garden <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it, was, it was awesome i've got um only one other thing really on here that I wanted to do before we hit some video games. If you want to knock it out and then jump into some uh, yeah. some info. And, and you already know what this one is. We were talking about it. Um, I'm a big fan of Adam Ruins Everything. Mm-hmm. I've posted tons of his videos. I share them on our website. He's from College Humor. I think now he's supposed to have a show on, I believe, Vice. But don't quote me on where his show is. But uh, he is from College Humor. One of my favorite YouTube channels of all time. This guy does his research. He posts, as he does a very entertaining segment, he also posts all of the links or cites all of his sources. Yeah. So I that's big, you know. Oh, yeah. Dude, fuck yeah. You can sit there and say whatever you want mm-hmm. if you're not citing your sources. I mean, that's right. why teachers have you cite your sources. Otherwise, you just sit there and, yeah, it's a research paper. Yeah, Wikipedia. I mean, because this part here has a talking gorilla in it. I feel like you made that part up. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. 100% true. Yep. So that um, that right there, big big catch. Like Without that, I would kind of probably fall off that channel a little bit. But because he does that, re- really good stuff. Like you said, I, his, his um, uh, what would be the right way to put it? The um, Not the approach, but the way he delivers the information, he doesn't just like beat you with stats until you're just confused and tired. Like it is, it is given in a... Like a skit. 
Yeah, yeah, like a skit. Like it's almost yeah, exactly acted out. Yeah, yeah like uh, uh, what are some of the I I can't even remember all of them, the ones that I've posted, but they're they're always like him in whatever situation it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the healthcare so this, one. He was in a hospital, and they were like right. Yeah, and then the uh, this last one, which we were talking about it before we got on here. I never would have thought of this. They were in an eyeglass place. They're talking about eyeglasses. And they break down the fact that eyeglass companies, and I'm not talking just prescription. We're talking sunglasses, Ray-Ban, Oakley, uh, all basically all prescription lenses mm-hmm. are all owned and controlled by one company. That is... Uh, that is so fucking unbelievable. Like it's not it's not unbelievable, but like fucking what? It it was it was unbelievable. Like there was a one of his sources was a sixty minutes bit on it. Oh and really? You can, yep. You can go look at the sixty minutes thing. This this is out there, and nobody really you just don't think about it. So I got all the pertinent information out of this long video. Um, Please, uh, it's on the Facebook page. Go watch the video so you can see all the the sources and citations because we're not going to obviously hammer out an hour-long thing on this. But just to hit some of the talking points here, um, the company is Luxottica, L-U-X-O-T-I-C-A. They own 80% of all sunglass and eyeglass companies. 70% of all sunglasses that they own all all brands of eyeglass and everything are made in one Chinese factory. <laughs> that means Prada sunglasses are made in the exact same place that they make Ray Bans in the exact same. Like they are all just it's one That's brand. That's fucking crazy, dude. That they charge twenty times the cost of production for eyeglasses. Your designer sunglasses that, or your eyeglasses, these are the big ones for eyeglasses. Sunglasses are expensive, but prescription lenses, uh, a decent pair of prescription eyeglasses will cost you the same as your iPhone. Eyeglasses for iPhone, they are the same price. And this is where they really hit me with it, was doing this comparison. That there is no way, no matter how good, that the cost of production for glass and plastic is more than the precious metals and all the programming and all that that goes into a phone. It, it just, it can't happen. And you think like, That's Oh, well, so crazy. Yeah. The, the lenses have to be like special because they magnify and they do all this, but gorilla glass is unscratchable. You can't shatter it. Now they've got new, like it can't be more sophisticated than something you can touch. And it makes magic. Right. Right. right? <laughs> it just can't be. So, in um, there's a couple of good examples of companies that they purchased and destroyed. In 1999, Luxottica bought Ray-Ban, and Ray-Ban was a everyday sunglass company. Yeah, they were very mediocrely priced. You know, twenty to forty dollars for a good pair of glasses. Um, they raised the price five times the amount for every. Across the board. For every so, pair or every like Yeah, in, in 1998, you could get the classic Ray-Ban for $100 if it was. Then in 99, it was $500. So like they just five times everything. Fuck? So <laughs> that's insane. 
Um, and How, th- what's great about this is you think, oh, well, they just own these companies. Why don't people stand up? It gets so much worse. They not only own the companies that make the glasses, they own all the companies that sell them. And that's they where they own, fuck people, right? Oh, yeah. They own Lens Crafters, Pearl Vision, Sears Optical, Sunglass Hunt, and then a bunch of other smaller kiosk style. Well, the first, like the first four that you listed or whatever are all the ones that I know. I couldn't, I could not name another sunglass retailer besides those ones. That's fucking insane, man. So do they just, do they, do they just strong arm people into shit or what, what do they do with that? That's exactly what they did. They, um, we'll give like Oakley as a, as a good reference here. Oakley refused the price hikes. They they said we're like okay yeah you you're hiking all this stuff up, uh, we're gonna charge what we charge, we're Oakley they they Oakley was always a more expensive brand already. Uh, Luxottica decided then well that's fine, then we no longer carry your product in any of those stores that I just listed. Sunglass Hut, no more Oakley. Most popular sunglass chain in the world, right? Fucking, sunglass Hut. It's I everywhere. I think, yeah. So no more Sunglass Hut. No more any of the other, like, no prescription lens frames for Oakley, which are very expensive now and very popular. All of that gone. Their stock tanked. They swooped in, Luxottica did, and bought Oakley. Hiked the price, put them back in their stores. <laughs> <laughs> completely just pushed them out pushed them out of business so the oakley you buy now is not oakley it's Lux- luxottica that's fucking crazy i wonder if like did did they talk about it all if once luxottica takes over these these other companies do they move in and take control over like production and all that other stuff or do they let these companies continue to operate the out way of they were all of the ones that they've purchased they have moved 70% of all of them to one facility in China. Okay. So they're Prada just... is one of those. So like you're like, I believe it was Prada and Ray-Ban and, and um, a couple of knockoff Prada, like a knockoff Prada sunglass, sunglasses. Yeah. There's a very good chance that they're it just is Pradas, Pradas <laughs> that they throw into the cheap market just to also get those because it's it's still what is that that's probably still like a 300 percent markup on those five dollar glasses right production on those has got to be dirt cheap so they just leave the the prada symbol off and then there you go how fucking interesting suddenly i just i'm fine with buying gas station sunglasses yep 100 percent. i got these the one my favorite glasses are like metal Really nice looking. I got them off Wish for oh, n- cool. almost nothing, right? Because even though Wish will supposedly rob you blind, use PayPal, and then you don't even worry about it. <laughs> but um, I got them. They probably came from their factory. They are the nicest sunglasses I've ever owned, and they were five dollars or something Jesus, like it that's was nothing. Crazy. So that was horrible, absolutely horrible. It gets worse. They also <laughs> own. Most of the insurance, um, optical insurance companies, which is one of the main reasons why vision is not included (laughs) in your health insurance. So 
you're going to your doctor paying with Luxottica insurance to then get a prescription to go to a Luxottica owned store to then buy Luxottica owned glasses. <laughs> they're getting your deductible. They're getting the doctor kickbacks. Holy they're getting the fuck. price of that. The everything. They everything for 80% of all manufactured eyewear. Jesus. One company. Fuck, dude. So, if they we talk about Apple stock and all that and in the early 90s you should have bought Luxottica because you have been <laughs> rich right now. <laughs> yeah, this story I was I'm just like I don't wear glasses, but I know they're expensive and I'm just <laughs> just staring at it like they, there's no way you're not even me going and getting just a checkup on my eye i'm getting i'm giving luxotica money that is fucking crazy dude again i don't even know what to say to that everybody go watch this video so you can write down those sources because when you read it like that you go bad bullshit right yeah it just sounds it seems like too much sounds ridiculous yeah but these this guy pulls like when they talk about the Oakley thing, that was a 60 minutes piece. But in the 60 minutes piece, they show like the, the merger, they show the, you can see it. It happened. They bullied Oakley out and now own them. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. When it got to the insurance part, I was just, I've, I'm done. That's all right. Yep, yep, good enough. Yeah. Yep. Good enough. Dude. So. Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> Uh, that was so good of a video that I was like, "This is this has got to be talked about in the podcast. Everybody's got to talk about it. like th- that's a monopoly. There's that sh- should be illegal." I I was I was going to say like people have been talking a lot lately about Amazon staring down the barrel of being broken up due to becoming a monopoly, but like Luxottica has become well, they control eighty percent of eyewear. Well, you know, they are geniuses, absolute genius. Amazon is looked at as a monopoly because Amazon is like Donald Trump, and they put their name on, on everything. fucking everything. <laughs> Luxottica name only appears at Luxottica headquarters, like their stocks and shit. There it looks like is no Luxottica brand eyewear. There's no store Luxottica. It's Pearl Vision. It's uh, Sears. It's it's. They're, it's all broken up. So when you go into a store, you have the selection. There's no monopoly. I can buy an Oakley or Ray-Ban or you know, this brand or that brand. I've got so many choices. No, you don't. Yeah, no. They're turns all the out, same. Fucking and then you they just one. put different <laughs> tags on them, and that's so crazy to me. <laughs> that is super crazy. <sighs> so if you wear glasses, I'm sorry, but you were getting wheelie bone. Yeah. Pow, 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 pow. I was I'm in the market for sunglasses right now too because I just can't seem to stop losing them. Yeah, but uh, buy cheap ones. Yeah, that's good to know. Fucking cheap and, ones. And for when sure. someone says something like, "Well, I just prefer these," well, they were made in the same place. <laughs> I bought yeah. the same people, same factory. That's what I would have said thirty minutes ago. Was well, I I just I prefer Oakleys because they fit my face really well. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they're just the same thing as as the other fucking thing, then. Well, I'm going to buy the other thing. And, for... and we're not saying that their quality is not what, what it is. It's just that it's all made at the same place 
So undoubtedly there using is the same chance. materials. Right. Undoubtedly same materials. And the price is just arbitrary. That markup is is Yeah. That markup is $250 sunglasses. There is no substantial thing that makes them that price. It's just that competition is not actually there. It's all the same. They just control the, the entire marketplace. Right. Marketplace. Like you were saying earlier, it it was it was it's crazy to think that sunglasses can be as or that like eyeglasses can be as expensive as as a phone because as we were talking about before this recording I I assume that the technology and the price is coming from this fucking grand development team that like goes out into space and just stares at the sun for fucking days on end they're like yep yeah, these are the fucking sunglasses but no Mm-mm. nope just just some other shit with a different little stamp on the side. It, and really, what has what has gotten better, especially in sunglasses? We have had polarized lenses for 20 years. Yeah. You can't tell me the price to produce that has not just completely fallen off. Like, the first polarized sunglasses were probably like, that's fucking amazing. And right. And now they're like, it, my, my, <laughs> my favorite glasses that I got, my metal whatever Chinese knockoff ones are the best polarized lenses I've ever seen. They're so good that I have to take them off because my LCD screen in my car, yeah, you can't, the numbers aren't there. They're not existent. <laughs> oh shit. Because the way that the filtering is, that is so weird. So I have to lift my lenses to read what my numbers are. That's crazy. I had never had, I had never had a, uh polarized lenses until this last recent pair that i lost and i only had it for like two months but there i didn't i didn't ever think that polarized lenses were worth the price jump but they make a substantial difference um if the reason i switched to like i won't buy them now without polarization you remember the tinted safety glasses we used to get yeah when we were diving those weird, like silvery looking ones. No, just the just the black, like the. Oh yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. Yeah, just tinted. The whole things are tinted. They are not polarized. They are just a tinted dark color. Mm-hmm. Your eyes would kill you at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you're comfortable looking around, but UV is still just beating your eyes up. Yeah. So like you get off and you're like, dude, my eyes hurt. Like I don't know why my eyes hurt so bad. Like I wore sunglasses all day. If you wear polarized, that doesn't happen. They block all that UV going in your eyes, and then you're not only comfortable walking around, but then you don't, you're not getting any of that in your eyes. Which, so it's I mean, it's actually harmful not to have polarized because then you're not squinting while staring at bright things, right? Which you're supposed <laughs> to do. Like you're supposed to be like, ah, oh, shit, that's bright. But instead, you're like, oh, is that the sun? Is that, oh, look at it. That's cool. Is it bright now? I got sunglasses on. Totally yeah, fine. Totally and the next fine. day, you're, it's like welder burn in your eyeballs. Seriously, I'm I'm pretty sure that safety glasses fucked up my vision just from them getting thrown into my hard hat, getting beaten up on the ride home, and then driving into work, and then putting them on and fucking scratches right in front of my eyes. Yeah. You're I'm, just like trying to, yeah, focus around them. Yeah. My eyes have just given up the ability to focus most of the time. 
no, no, it's not gotten anywhere that bad, but that shit's got to be, I don't know. It's better than getting hit in the eye, but I would just suggest getting all the free fucking safety glasses that you can. <laughs> yeah. Switch through them every day. <sighs> well, there's our depressing eye story. That's a trip, man. I... You want to uh, kick us off into our, our video game? Fuck yeah, dude. I don't know if here. you played... Did you play StarCraft back in the days of the original StarCraft? Yes, I did. StarCraft 64. Fucking. It's it's like one of the... What is that game worth these days? Let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, Not a lot. I mean, I got it. I got it pretty cheap. I think I paid $10 or $12. Oh, no shit. StarCraft 64. Uh, StarCraft 64 is $70 on one. 110 out of the box. I did pretty good then. I got it at a flea yeah, market. Yeah, fuck yeah. You got it. You got way hooked There's up. a guy at the Mebbin flea market, or it's, I think it's in Hickory, but it's right up the road from me, um, that is uh, super cheap. Like, he, he hooks me up. I, I spend not a lot of money there, but I go in there pretty regular and then kind of buy one or two things when he gets cool stuff in, and he'll, like, shuffle things away from me because he... Oh, cool. When we met the first time, he was like, yeah, just you know, kind of look around or whatever. And he was like, I've got this. And I was like, I, I got that. And he's like, oh, I got something you don't have. And he was like, I got this deal. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I've got this other thing that's similar or whatever. And he was like, you, he's like, you know, your stuff, you're a pretty big collector. I was like, I got a lot. Like, <laughs> I had a pretty retarded collection. Like, it's not, not the biggest on the world, but it exists. games. I don't know. Yeah. I got a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got, cause, oh, it was Mike Tyson punch out. He was like, I've got the letter that came with Mike Tyson's punch out which is pretty rare to still have, and he had it framed. I was like, oh, that's cool. Two years ago, I got the Punch-Out controller, which didn't sell many of because it was horrible. So it's a commodity. He was like, I don't I don't have one of those. What do you want for it? And before that, he had shown me some uh, d- developer version of, oh, I don't even remember what game it was. But anyways, it was like a developer version. Yeah. And I was like, how, how much? And he was like, oh, that's not for sale. I put it back. So then he, he was, <laughs> so when I told cheesy. him he had the punch out, and he had the frame and the game, and but he didn't have the controller. But it could have gone right there, you know? And he was like, well, how much? And I went, oh, it's not for sale. Like, oh, I see what, and he's like from Africa, and he goes, I see what you did there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, so he, he's a cool dude. Um, in fact, he's supposed to have like a CRTV for me, like an old school. Oh, badass. Hell yeah. Um, I need to go pick up next Saturday. But uh, My parents still have my CRT in my bedroom. Yeah. It's super cool guy. That's, but that's anyways, badass. Back to, back to StarCraft. There we go. Just yeah. rabbit hole in again. Well, whale. Whale. That's what we do. So what, guys are here. What was the fucking... What was the letter... What was the letter that came with Tyson's Punch-Out? It had like a picture of Mike Tyson. It was just a... Like a, it was like like a thing he put out for Nintendo was like give us a statement to go with your game for Mike Tyson's video game. So it's like thanks for buying Mike Tyson's time. I'm pretty sure we could bring it up. So is the is the letter from Mike Tyson to the player? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, right on. Uh, punch out a letter. Man, I'm gonna have to. Here it is. All right, see if I can bring it up. Yeah, it's, it starts like dear player. Yeah, dear player, 
Becoming boxing's heavyweight champion of the world was the greatest challenge of my life, one that required a great amount of discipline and uh, philosophies that enabled me to grasp the confidence and strength needed to attain such a goal. I would like to share these with you so that you may benefit try to zoom in from them in your personal life encounters this is somebody took a picture of it so it's a little blurry and then it's got a quote uh so i don't know how much he wrote i because i'm down below this i'm gonna fucking quote just guess (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna guess the quotes are his the filler probably probably written by somebody else right uh so the quote then says never be intimidated by someone regardless of appearance Never be intimidated by some of the guy with the pants. Unless he looks like Mike Tyson, then and, fucking yeah, run then as fast as... It, or just kill yourself. I don't know. Super intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, insecurities make us feel intimidated. We see someone bigger than us, and we immediately feel at a disadvantage. Or we hear someone who speaks in a harsh tone or voice. We should not allow a person's size or attitude to inhibit us in any way. We should stand up for what we believe. Then quotes... Nobody is born the best. Practice and training makes you the best. Then out of quotes. We are all born with certain abilities, but these abilities need to be fostered. To be the best is a goal that you must work towards. Quote, never become angry. It will inhibit your ability. Out of quotes. Anger affects performance. It causes lack in concentration, which inevitably leads to default. Anger is never positive and therefore never results in positive outcome. In essence, this is a quote. In essence, boxing is 10% physical and 90% mental and emotional. Preparation for any sport requires deep mental concentration. You must take time to mentally prepare yourself for the challenge, whatever it may be. The one who emerges as the winner is always the one with a stronger state of mind. Quotes, don't quit. Quitting is for those who are not serious about their goals. If you give up trying, you will never achieve your goal. Life is full of eager people who try to succeed at everything they do. What what all these people have in common is that they never quit. Much success, and then it says Mike Tyson uh, World heavyweight champion. The heavyweight champion. <laughs> and it's badass. got a picture of super young Mike. Anyways, I'd love to have this letter. Yeah, fuck yeah. That'd Obviously be way around. Obviously, wasn't going to sell it to me. but <laughs> um, He's got one frame there, and one day I may go in with enough money to, to just take it away. I'd have to see what it's worth, but I, I've got the game. I've got the, the game pad. I don't have this letter. That's badass, though. That's really cool. I, I, video games lost a lot, man. When it shifted over to the digital age, when it shifted mm-hmm. over to disc, it lost a lot of its its characteristic or its like its charm. I guess would be a better way to put it. Like instruction manuals were always badass. They always had really cool art inside of it. Maybe they had like a cool story that went along, like with the developers or some shit like that. Or like the artists, or there's this note from Mike Tyson and Punch Out. Like that stuff's cool. Now it's like you get this manual in a Nintendo game that has directions in every fucking language that has ever been on Earth ever on how to throw the plastic away. That's fucking it. That's it. Yeah. Nothing cool. Nothing cool at all. It's like sure you can get on the internet. Sure you can pull all that stuff up and just look at it all you want. But like tangible items that's why i collect retro games i don't play them that much i play a lot of new games right like i don't nostalgia aside fortnite's better than anything that came out in nintendo yep yeah realistically absolutely mario's better it's a it's an okay platformer not (laughs) it's just not it's an okay platform right it's right it's a fucking mediocre platform it is 
it is the most flavorless of all platforms, making it the most appealing to the most people. Mm-hmm. But but it's now there is a the thing when ever. you collect <laughs> called a Mario tax. You have to pay the Mario tax. Anything with Mario in it becomes infinitely more expensive. I paid more for the dumbest game ever made, Mario Paint, with its mouse and stuff, than I've paid for games that are of the same generation that I've played hours and hours now. Yeah. I, have this, I mean, 30 years of playing these games, and I still love it. I played games. I had memories of games that I really wanted to own, and was so disappointed that when I got them, it was for like nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh, Wings, what's it called? Oh, it's just called Wings. Oh, what's that Wings game called? I was about did it again. <laughs> there was a game called Wings. A lot of people don't remember this game. What it's console is it for? Nintendo, NES. I spent countless hours. It was so, I never beat it. I don't have a lot of like Legendary memories. Wings? Legendary Wings, that was it. Okay. Not a lot of, uh, like, I remember playing video games, old ones, but I can't remember every Nintendo game I ever owned mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. or anything. Like, I was, I was little, you know? So, this game, though, stuck because it was so hard. I just couldn't get it. Yeah. And I go back and I play it now, and that's one game that I really do get, like, a nostalgia joy for. That's badass. And it was cool because you flew... As this like bird man, as bird person, bird person, and then you would shoot oncoming enemies, and then could also drop bombs, and then like big rock faces, you would like b- fight the boss, and then it would open its mouth, and then you would like it gave the tried to give a perspective of diving down into oh, the mouth. Oh yeah, that was incredible. That's in that sounds like ninety. Cool. That sounds right pretty... like this. It was it was nuts, and I love that game. I I think I got it for free. Like when That's I, I was a trip. like, "Do you have Legendary Wings?" He's like, "It's it's a nickel. It's just not <laughs> I, nobody I will knows." Pay you it. five cents to take this away yeah. from me. Whereas Mario Paint sells for thirty five dollars or whatever it was. Like that's a horrible game. It's Microsoft Paint, <laughs> but worse. <laughs> it has a mouse. Like that's that's the control. It's a mouse. You plug it into your Nintendo, and then you can paint. The only cool thing about it was there was a music side, and now, thanks 2017, you can go on YouTube and people have composed, like, massive things with Mario Paint. Really? Oh, yeah. That sounds like a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. So, that, oh, there was a good man. thing for it. But when you're a little kid, it was just like a doodle. Like, you just like, oh, scrub and do this. Like, it wasn't <laughs> Legendary Wings. It wasn't. Yo, we should make a band where we make all the music via Mario Paint. <laughs> and that's go our ahead, stick. Go, go ahead and YouTube that. Like, I'm <laughs> sure, dude. There's people that have done incredible things on Mario Paint now. Because so, they've like deconstructed the code to figure out like exactly where everything is. Which stuff you just didn't have back then. You know, where you'd have to... You would have had to design the game or played it for hundreds of hours to figure, to figure this out. out. But now they can take the emulator and then just see, oh, this these are the notes that are actually here that were programmed in. So now I just take, I'm just making a MIDI of yeah. whatever song. On your Super Nintendo, though. Yeah. <laughs> right. So That's fucking cool neat. Stuff. 
That is neat. I want to check out Mario Paint now. I never played Mario. I never had a, a Super Nintendo. I probably said that 6,000 fucking times on this podcast, but I never had a Super Nintendo. So there's some stuff that I want to go back. I want to go back and play. We should have played it while you lived. While we lived no, totally. I like, totally. totally owned it. <laughs> bring it to the bring it bring it on the cruise on your wedding cruise, uh, and we'll just geez. sit in the room and play I that. Just, and eat I should acid. get it out and then <laughs> do like the wedding song in it. And then when she goes to walk down the aisle or the beach, whatever, it just midi <laughs> just comes up. <laughs> ruin the whole thing. I'd enjoy it. <sighs> So yeah, that yeah, nostalgia side. I, I don't play a lot of those games anymore. I play new stuff because new stuff. I don't care what you say is better. Yeah, well, good news. Fucking StarCraft is back. That's right. <laughs> they, I was watching uh, Twitch for a little while, and the game looks. There's got to be a word for this. The game looks the way that I remember it. But I know that if I were to go back and look at the original StarCraft, it would look like absolute trash mm-hmm. and like super low res polygon or super low res sprites. And, and it was sprites, which was fucking crazy. And I don't know if they kept with sprites on this one. I think they may have. But it looks, dude, it looks so clean. It looks so sharp. And it looks. There's some character models that I honestly, like to this day, had no fucking clue what they were mm-hmm. even depicting. And now with that high res, like the Goliath, I didn't know really what the Goliath looked like. Like I had an idea, like it's a fucking two-legged mech that shoots guns at things. It's like, okay, right. I can put that together. But like my, what I thought was a certain part was a windshield. Like that's not, it's not what that is at all. <laughs> but it's, it's cool. It looks badass. I don't know how much, I think they're, what are they selling it for? Is it 20 bucks or is it more than that? I didn't, uh. I didn't look it up. I did see that they were doing the remaster. The only remaster that I've purchased, besides on the Vita, which was like a Rayman thing, I think, was um, Devil May Cry remastered. Oh, okay. It was really good. God, that's Dude, a gorgeous that's another game. one that I still have not... I haven't played... I haven't played any of the Devil May Cry games, and I have wanted to play those games since... I heard about the first one in like Game Informer or Tips and Tricks or some shit way back, way back whenever it came out. Yeah, um, the D- Devil May Cry, the remastered one. It's a good game. It, it's a, it's a good game if they made it today. To me, like the remastered one, that's a fun game to play because now that it's remastered, same type thing. Things that were pixelated and not great, crisp, clear. When he, you used to, you can charge up his sword like a chainsaw oh yeah and you like charge it up with a trigger and then when you get to a certain point you gotta like double like keep doing it so you're like and then it'll jump to the next level and then you hold it again and then you do it again it goes to a third level and when you hit that it like turns all red and now you can like see like vibrating like an engine on his sword and really cool looking (laughs) and then you can unleash what i love about the fight mechanics on that game it's a hack and slash Right, story driven. Oh, totally. You, know, um, you can like, can you juggle enemies in that? Like, knock them up in the air and then like yep. pistol them, and that's so all. It's like, like big pistol. combos and shit, right? Yeah, it's, that's that's what I like about it. So Sorry. you can go in, you can uppercut this guy into the air, 
shoot him with a pistol, jump up, charge sword, slash this guy, and then you get a rating after you kill every enemy, even minions. Oh, really? So as you're hitting him, it's like C, B, outstanding, B plus, A, overwhelmed. <laughs> like it, and it just throws that up there. So you're just oh, like, man. every that's gotta every be enemy as fuck. <laughs> oh, it is. That's what I'm saying. Like every enemy is. Another game. challenge yeah, yeah. to get, like, if I get, like, a C, I'm like, I really fucking phoned that one in. <laughs> so, you just, and then there's all these secret levels where you, like, you smash a block somewhere, and then it'll be like, you know, uh, you know secret levels, secret challenge. And the challenge may be perform an air slam five times in a row or an air attack without an enemy hitting the ground five times. So you got to hit this dude... And then, you know, do, do, do. And then you got to immediately transition to whack another dude and have him go fly in the air and then hit him a bunch of times for a power combo. And then you got to get like an A score and then you get whatever the prize is. Gotcha. Really a lot of fun to play. Sounds and there's, like it. there's a story in there somewhere. I don't know what it is. Is it? I mean, does it matter? Mm-mm, not at all. Okay. Okay. The, the, you're running around like old castles and you can switch players and you've got like a demon arm. Oh, I remember the demon arm. I remember mm-hmm. that. Really, really good. That's kind of my, like, if I've got nothing else to play, I boot that up on my NVIDIA thing out there, and I just just start combo breaker. <laughs> town. Yeah, super satisfying. Hell yeah. So yeah, uh, Nostalgia came out today. Today? I don't know. Recently, new StarCraft looks good. That is all. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the game that has been in production for how long? When was Fortnite first announced? It was like two thousand nine. Does that sound? God, has this been that long? I it's long enough I that I forgot it, that it was a thing. Yeah, I thought it had been canceled at least three times by now, and I'm that's not even an exaggeration. And then all of a sudden, they're coming at us with a release date. It went from radio silence for the last year to hey it's out in two months it but it's out for <laughs> beta purchase right yeah, yeah 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 it's yeah i guess i guess it i guess it is their their beta because they went from they went from alpha to announcing their release so this this whole founders thing i think is just another another term for their beta process and the game's worth buying. I bought it. Um, you you got a code, I think, from Metal again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. dude. Jared hooked me up. Huge. Yep. Fucking thank you. <laughs> uh, really wanted to play that game. And I we had talked about it like a week before. I was like, like should I buy? You could buy an, ad- an edition that gives you like two codes. So I could get like a Super Founders edition. And then it also gives me a buddy code for the original. And I was going to buy that. And then you were like, that's ah, going to be free to play next year. Yeah. So I was like, ah, well, I'm not paying sixty bucks for free to play. Sorry. When, when does it go free to play? Twenty eighteen. Oh, Twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, cool. That's all it says. But you can buy it for Xbox One in the hard disc at like Walmart. Right now. Right now. Oh man, that's what a what what a weird thing ha- that has happened to video games over the last since Minecraft came out. Like that has changed. That has changed so much, dude. So much. The I think the worst part about this game is 
that they could have taken a lot of that funky loot crate crap, toned it way down, made it yeah. a $60 game, not ever mentioned a free-to-play. It would have been a success. It's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. I'm not mad about paying for it. That's, yeah, that's that's cool. I, I, I would have... I'm happy you did because it's fucking cool to have somebody to play it with. But like forty dollars or was it forty dollars for the yeah, for the base buy-in? Yeah, it's completely reasonable for that game. I would absolutely mm-hmm. spend that much on that game. Yeah, I mean, and, if it, if you just released that, said here's a forty dollar game, but free to play makes more money. So sad to say that. Man, those microtransactions, dude. People, I, it's insane to me that people will gamble. People will gamble on something that doesn't even return like a monetary value to them. Like they'll they want to spend money to get loot crates that are a random a random generation of shit. Like there's no guarantee that you're gonna find anything that's even worth a damn, but Mm-mm. people are still willing to fork over two hundred dollars to just get a pile of loot crates. I wouldn't even want to open that many, let alone spend the money on all that. You sit there and click them one at a time. <laughs> Especially in Fortnite, because they're pinatas, and you have to like, and they all talk. Oh my god! Have you developed any like weird like, uh, um, what is it called? Man, like baseball players that don't wash their underwear during the entire season because they think it's good superstitions. Have you developed any superstitions when it comes to breaking llamas open? Yes, I have. That What's is hilarious. <laughs> we have not talked about this. Has not mentioned it at all. I 100% have one. I listen very carefully. Yeah, yeah. To hit the charge up at the yeah. very highest point. Yeah, that's gonna give me the upgraded metal. <laughs> that's fucking right. It's gonna never yeah. fails. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and when it doesn't, I convince myself that I was a little bit off. Right. I, I just was, missed I the timing. Up. I fucked up. God damn. It. I, I should have. <laughs> It's real hard when you know you're losing your fucking mind, (laughs) (laughs) but you still believe in yourself. Like, no, no, this is it. And then, like every once in a while, yeah, it's like it goes silver. You're like, see, works every time. Every time, tunk turns gold. You're like, bitch. Yeah, I run this motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna be the best llama opener in town. And then, like, six more llamas go by, and you're like, I got like three. In a row, yeah, silver and was oh, I broke the game. This <laughs> I'm a, I'm basically a developer. This like, it was so much. Uh, you had an incredibly similar fucking experiment experience yeah. with as me. That's they know that's what they're really doing. Really funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they were yeah. like, uh, just hit it with a stick. They were like, ah, make it like a noise that builds. Yeah, just make for, them, just that. Make does it crazy. do anything? Oh no, it does nothing. But just put it in there. If <laughs> you. <laughs> Like it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, fuck yes. <laughs> You're welcome, me. He's so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, Fortnite's so good. So we didn't really talk about the base game. I'm assuming most people that listen to this um, might know, but we got a lot of people that don't play a lot of games. Fortnite is a base building, resource hunting game that has the storm. And the storm produces zombies. The so coolest this is, looking zombies that have been in any game ever, in my opinion. You're 100 percent right. The, the the baseline minion is so yeah. freaking cool looking. Yeah. It's a human hoodie <laughs> with a 
So like the the hood is back and it's a face of a person and the zombie head. So it's not a person turned into a zombie. It's like a your bones and your muscles turned into a zombie and then it just like pulled your face back like a hood <laughs> and so is crazy. running. Looks so good. Because the rest of them were kind of monstery, but for some reason that one got me. Like when I saw that when it introduced it, you know, when it like runs and it does that freeze frame and it's yeah. like whatever it calls them, the horde or whatever. The husks. The husks. That was it. And that great name for it, right? Yeah. yeah. Turns the skin into a husk. The first time they introduced it, I was like, that's neat. Yeah, that's way cool. That's, yeah, that was a really good idea. I thought it was like a, I thought it was wearing a hoodie for for a couple games until I finally got a close enough look at one. And That'd be a game if it came out in Super Nintendo. You're like, the zombie game with the hoodies. Yeah, exactly. And then you, yeah. they'd remaster it. You'd be like, those were faces? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is terrible. If I had to describe the game using stuff that's already around, it, it's got to be um, Minecraft mixed with... Uh, I would say... I would say... If if you know the difference between Minecraft and Ark, I would say that it was more like Ark than it was like Minecraft. Like your your wall sections are like pre-made, your ramps mm-hmm. are pre-made yeah. to a degree. Like there's there a little go. bit of adjustment. We can get into that later. But yeah, I mean that the building element to it is really fucking fun. It's like a tower defense element almost. Yeah. It's it's tower defense meets plants vs zombies meets Ark. Meets, or any one of those games that are now yeah, out. There's got meets time clicker, meets so, so good, and the tower manager. defense part of it. So you have a home base that you can go to at any time and upgrade. And then every now and then there's missions that occur there. Um, you're gonna add facilities. Like I said, I I, I played with Metal uh, Metal God X. Um, again, guys, check out his Twitch channel. He's, he's really yeah, good at it for sure. He's a so, good dude. Um, we were playing, and he he went to my base because I was party leader, and he was like, "Oh yeah, man, let me here, let me help you out." He was like, "Give me," and you can give your friends the ability to upgrade your base. That's cool. So he was like, "Give me uh, permissions." So you go into your computer at the um, in the middle of your base. Oh, okay. Your what is that called? Your shield? The shield generator. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's what they call it. I think it's a shield generator. Yeah, yeah. that's what Anyways. it is, right? Yeah. So. You go into that computer and you can go to permissions and you can give anyone in your party or anyone that joins your game permission. And he said, you know, don't give randoms. If you're playing with randoms, don't give them permissions. You can because when you do a mission at your home base, it'll say looking for help. And then Mm -hmm. it can bring in more people to your base. Mm -hmm. You could then give any one of them permissions to upgrade, which sounds like a good thing, but they could also just be dicks and tear all your stuff down. Right. And right. if you don't give them permission, they can't mess with your things. That I I don't I haven't looked at what the ranging levels of permissions were, but I ran into an issue one game where I was out of materials and I couldn't I couldn't I was out of bullets and I had like one melee weapon left and I had Well, we were in another person's another person's level. So I wasn't able to go get the wood that I needed to make the bullets or whatever the fuck. And then it's just, you just reach a point where I wish, I wish that this is, I mean, this isn't a downfall. This is really minor, but I wish that you could just go into someone else's game and you could harvest all the minerals out of there that you wanted to. 
because there's nothing big. There's nothing important in that area. It's pretty baseline stuff like rocks, wood, maybe some scrap, some metal. But you're not going to be taking anything. You're not going to be taking their coal. Like coal is is such a huge staple in that game where that's where you build all your all your blasting caps and that's all your that's all your weaponry. All your guns are based around your little are are they called blasting caps? Coal. Coal is yeah. is like the root resource. So I can understand if you're going in and like stealing other people's resources from their map and then just like quitting out, that'd be pretty fucked. But like it it would be cool if you could go into someone else's and whatever you did to the environment just didn't show up on their screen. Right. Procedurally generate for each kind of Yeah. I mean like Diablo loot does it, right? Like right. A, an enemy explodes and then each person gets their own their own loot. Yeah. There's after playing uh quite a bit of it there's a couple things that i think are bad and i believe that they're so obvious that they will be fixed that's one of them yeah if you're gonna have missions where randoms can play with you they have to be able to participate it also can't long-term affect your base or you would like not play with anyone right Right. yeah no so that's one that'll be fixed pretty confident like that's screaming at you you notice it like the first time you play at home base, you figure that out. You're like, yeah. uh, okay, I can't Try affect anything. Smack here. a this tree is, and it's yeah, like, fuck I don't want to waste bullets right. to help this guy because I can't even regen all that yeah. stuff. The second for me, big downfall. You can't repair weapons. That drives me insane. But Zelda like soften, like massaged me, got me ready for that fucking experience. Because when I when I yeah. Yeah, when, I'm with you though. That when is... the idea is I can somehow take raw materials that I've whacked around trees for and 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 search trash cans, I can build this weapon from nothing. But then I just have to watch it break and be destroyed, and then get a blueprint and build it again. Yeah, there's obviously supposed to be a repair. I bet they I never love put one in. The sword I want. Like, I loved the sword I had. I loved it. And so I'm recycling everything else. And then all of a sudden, I didn't know this, so I'm just playing because the yeah. bar is so tiny. Super the, tiny. So I'm playing. The first I'm, time. The first time it's tiny. Do, 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 do. No, I mean, like, not even like. No, I just mean that motherfucker stands out oh, after, yeah, after, after you oh, realize yeah, you everything breaks. It, yeah. May as well be the size of the monitor. Yeah. An inch away from your screen. <laughs> yeah, just that's watching. what Fortnite becomes watching a bar drop. And then it goes, you know, your your weapon is, uh, what's it say? Durability is durability, low. Weapon durability yeah. is low. And you're like, oh, dude, I love this sword. Yeah. And I've recycled everything else for stuff to make, like bullets and everything else. So now I'm holding on to stuff that I would normally recycle. Yeah. Did you and get into the big backpack so i'm i'm like full all the time yeah dude i i just i played a game right before we started recording and my backpack just hit full Mm -hmm. so i'm at i'm i I don't even know if i've upgraded it once but i'm at 55 slots and honestly i don't know what takes up space in the backpack and what doesn't so what it seems like to me is that stackable items take up one slot in the backpack regardless of how big that stack is so if you have like a stack of 50 coal, that's one slot as far as I can tell. 
but okay. I, I I'm still not sure. And hey, the, <laughs> I get it. I get it. It makes it a little bit more difficult. It makes it so you can't just build this impenetrable fortress that is just walls as far as the eye could see and to where it could just just literally run the clock out and they couldn't make it in. But you, you can do that. Right, you can do that. So like, It takes longer, but you maybe, can do it. Maybe like give us bigger inventories or maybe don't bigger. count the traps. That is... You're- that is one thing about this game that it does not hide whatsoever. I wouldn't call it a grind, but there is there is a lot of progress to get done in this game. Like there is there are skill trees on skill trees on skill trees. There are fucking research trees on research trees on research trees. The whole fucking squad setup, you have your entire defensive squad, then you have all of your like side squad which is consists of like five or six separate squads of like engineers scouts and then each individual group you can fill with one leader and then like like i think like five yeah lower level or not lower level but not leader positions and the idea is to match like equal traits go ahead yep they have that's what i was going to say and then each of those people have two individual traits that you have to match per each of those squads and each of those people are individually upgradable. Right. <sighs> Ten levels apiece. Right. Like, it's the level of... When, you, when I first started playing that game, I thought I had made it through the tutorial. I thought I was through it, and I'm sitting there, I'm looking at everything, and I'm like, what the fuck does any of this mean? Like, they haven't covered... They haven't covered but, like, a tenth of this of all these menus. The menus are blinding to begin with dude like it it, there is so much going on in Fortnite that it's almost crippling in the beginning and it's not super clear during the tutorial that you're still in the tutorial so then i don't know if i i I had to ask i was like i think i'm still in the tutorial and i'm pretty sure i I was playing with them and they were like no you're out of it i was like oh okay but yeah you're right that's not super clear but I get why they do that too. That all of that stuff, you're playing the same game, yeah, over and over again. There has to be something to strive for, and in this game, it's not something; it's everything. It's everything, every, you, yeah. everything. <laughs> Weapon, everything. Um, your pickaxe upgradable. Your yeah. skill trees. Your skill tree unlocks different teams which unlock different things they can go hunt for you send them out on missions on their own oh so yeah there's a whole expedition you can deploy thing your too. squad like mass effect you can have them go off and do side missions and then collect rewards and they're rough because my guys lose a lot a lot i only them. send people that are 100 percent guarantee like i got a couple dudes that are just maxed out for that purpose and i got this uh this one constructor chick that's my like my main I'm a constructor uh, too. Well, she she does all my expeditions. I just switched over. Oh. And then hero classes. There's a bunch of hero classes. It, on top of all of that, they all come in ranging degrees of rarity. So there is a gray, blue, green, purple, and gold of everything. Everything. 
except for wood, rocks, and fucking metal. And then I think what all the shit that ends up in your material bin, none of that. But like all of the cards, all of like all the everything, everything except for the crafting materials comes in a varying degree of rarity. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit. And the dude. crafting material, you can build a wall, and then upgrade that wall two more times to a thicker, denser, nicer version. So it's like a wood, if you build a wooden wall or a wooden staircase, as you progress, the more you build, the more your build rating goes up, the higher your build rating, the more you can upgrade each individual. So I build a staircase, then I can upgrade it. It's a better looking staircase. You upgrade (laughs) it again. Like the final upgrade, this thing looks like it's in like a mansion, like smooth wood. Oh yeah. Nice staircase, (laughs) spiral. Like, oh yeah. Perfect. You can do metal, and it's like patchwork metal. You upgrade it, then it's plates. You upgrade it again, it's like uh, riveted in fortress. Oh, that's badass! I yep. haven't seen the I haven't seen the third level upgrades yet. So that's it. Once you start talking about it, you're like, God, dang! Yeah, you have you to have like to... start like breaking things off and setting them together in sections to so like mm-hmm. try and remember. Yeah. It can't all be talked about together at once. There's like seven different games built inside of Fortnite that operate almost independently of each other. Every mission has side missions. So, and you start the mission when you're ready. But there's a side mission to start and finish the game quicker. Right. So you have like two days. That's normally the big thing. If you can finish in two days, then you get it. But you'll get pissed off because people will start the mission. But you've got side missions to go collect teddy bears. Or yeah. to go smash gnomes or to build this. medical journals. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And so I'm running around and I've gotten like four out of five of these recordings from this guy. And they got the mission running and Your you know, like, why aren't you helping? I'm like, I didn't tell you to start the fucking thing. Like, I got shit I got to do. <laughs> I have to get these to progress. So fight the zombies all you want. And they, they won and be, they're real mad at me. I don't care. I didn't tell you to start it. Like, I need to find these things. So you, you're like, guys <laughs> and then then so there's side missions then there's mini games where there's like whack-a-mole or man anomalies where you smash this one thing and it blows shards everywhere and then you gotta run and you have to build giant platforms to the sky yeah. and smash the- so much yeah and <laughs> so everything much. just is time consuming like nothing just like happens and you're like okay cool all right that's done moving mm-hmm. on everything turned like like you said, the whack-a-mole thing, that was, that's probably my, like, that's probably my favorite thing that I've seen in that game so far. I like it. I like it a lot. Because <laughs> there's little bombs and fake ones that pop up. Yeah, <laughs> with like red X's on it. It's mm-hmm. so yeah, stupid. It's really neat. Mm-hmm. And, and every then, time you whack him, he like looks a different yep. way and shit. So Sometimes like, he I only guess, like barely pokes out. <laughs> yeah. So to explain it. Um, when you're starting these missions, you're trying to find uh, the Atlas, which is where you build your base, and the objective is to protect the Atlas. But you need to put this material called Blue Glow mm-hmm. into I the Atlas. I about Blue Glow. We didn't even talk about it. <laughs> so you get to... You, you might come across some Blue Glow that's like guarded by zombies. You might come across some Blue Glow that's just by itself. But one in particular encounter that you can run into... Well, it doesn't happen once. It can happen multiple times. Mm-hmm. But you, when you grab that blue glow, a little fucker just like flies through the air and snatches that. 
And then you turn around and there's like these little fucking black holes that start to open up on the ground. And then like this dumb little face pops up and then it disappears. And it, it takes you like, I don't know, a millisecond to figure out what you're oh, about yeah. to do. Yeah. Then you're like, that was I'm in. So perfectly. <laughs> he popped up and I went, what the whack-a-mole. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's right there. It's, oh, it's so good. So and good. then the sun comes up outside because you played it for 18 hours straight. Like, <laughs> that's this game. You're like, I was oh, going to say, dude, you, go work. you yeah. blew past me. Like, oh, yeah. you had. You went away for I, the weekend. Yeah. And, and you, I was I like, think you're twice I my level it. now. Yeah. I bought it. Um, was like, hey, can we play? And you're like, oh, I got to go camping. That was Friday. You came back. I'm level 27 or 28. And I'm like, 13. Yeah. Just. Play the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And you can you can give just any item you have to anyone. That's awesome. So, again, playing with metal. Comes up and he's like, oh, here, dude, you like swords? I got this sweet flaming laser sword. Here you go. And I'm just like, at the time, I was like level eight. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> your friends no matter what their level can come and play with you and it just dulls their skills down or yeah or it just averages you guys together mm-hmm. into that that's really cool because i got i got in i got pulled into a game where i was looking at everybody else's power and they're in their high 20s and i was in like my four level four or five or something and i was just like dude i the fuck am i gonna do like i guess i could run around like out in the wilderness and look for materials and stuff but then it says somewhere on your screen, I don't remember where it's at, but it shows your like augmented level, like mm-hmm. what your level is in that situation. I was like, oh shit, like I'm like 18 right now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just get into the fight. So I whipped out my guns, which were all copper piles of shit, but they still did enough damage for me to get a gold medal for offense or mm-hmm. for damage or something like that. It's, it's really nice. Because of a huge fear of a game like that is that when the player base starts to dwindle, what happens? If Fortnite loses its fan base, like, what? You can't. There's no more solo running around on that. I was going to say, worse than that to me is a game where you don't get in today. Yeah. And you wait for it to go on sale, Steam sale, or something like that. And then you can't play. Because you're too low of a level. Yeah, that's some garbage too. Yeah, like uh, that happens so often. And what, it's, what go- it's it, going to be. Uh, God, they were streaming it. Uh, Metal God X was was streaming it the other night. Like Coliseum or Citadel, Citadel. That's oh, okay. okay. So they're streaming Citadel. I'd never heard of this game. I was just zoned in. I don't watch that Twitch Wizard that game. Much. Yep. And um, I, I they were streaming two of them at different times. They're very similar, but they're art style games you know uh-huh um where you can build uh, your house and lock dark it. and light and citadel right are those the two you're talking about yeah and okay. you can like put your stuff you know and save it right yeah and it's the same problem i've had with arc and the same problem i had with rust i didn't get in on it when it started and now people just steal all my shit and kill me as soon as yeah. i start so i'm like i don't want to play this fucking game it's arc is such a Arc is a ton of fun on a server with just friends. When, like, mm-hmm. your guys is... If you have just, like, a, a private server and you guys can just, like, build this absurd... 
giant fortress that is so like shoddily made and like the fucking ceilings are too short and shit everything like generally sucks about it but it's cool you made it it's badass Mm -hmm. but you try and get onto a like a public server where people have formed alliances you're not you're not coming out of that on your own you either have to come into that server with a large group of people like a lot of people or you're gonna have to band up with somebody else and backstab them later but there's no it's the fucking wild west man people just murder you for 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 no existing yeah one naked man with the rock will murder another naked man with the rock instantly just Mm -hmm. because he spawned it's like all right i'm brand new and i start there's a guy and you're like what was the fucking point man it's joining a game like that this late if you're jumping in public servers, the other thing that really drives me nuts is I got ARC when it first came out. Yeah. I jumped into a public server. There's no one around me. I'm in this world with fucking dinosaurs, and there's no one. And then when I finally saw somebody, I was like, oh, shit, there's another dude out here doing stuff. Like, that's cool. Now when you spawn, it's like Kansas. Like, you show up, and there's houses, and <laughs> people have stripped shit away. There's everything's locked. There's stuff everywhere. There's people every, and I'm just I'm like this. So is- many people do <sighs> just build these little like, mm-hmm. like it, it. You could tell it was just like a survival shack where they needed to live long enough to go out and make a base. So it just ends up being like this two walled thatch roof. Most of it's destroyed. The floor is gone, and all the chests are gone. But there is just a million of those peppering the entire fucking island. The coastline, especially, is just one Absolutely. thing after another. Yeah, and it it's like like I feel bad. It's, I'm like people ruin everything. Like that's all I can think of when totally. I go there. Yeah. I'm like, it's oh, like, we just built a shit we don't need, like on Earth. Like <laughs> just get like we'll ruin anything we go to. Because we're like, I can make stuff, make this. I made yeah. something better. What do you do with the old thing? Should we recycle it? No, just move Fuck over. That. Let's yeah. move over a little bit. Let's go just, to this nicer I mean, place. Just, just right here. And then <laughs> do it. So, and I know people are going to say, well, you could just create a new server. There's always new servers popping up. It's just one of those things. Like, It's one of those games you can't just like play, play, play. Jump like, in and you play. Can't just, yeah, just yeah. Can't click, click, click. you got to actually hunt for a special server to get into or create your own. And I just can't. Just can't yeah. get into it. Yeah, um, it's a lot of it's a lot of trust to instill in people too. Like the fact that your body just lays there. We're getting pretty far off subject with Fortnite, <laughs> but like when you like when you log off on Ark and your body just like lays down on the ground, like wh- you just what the fuck? You take your napkin and you set it over your drink, and then you, <laughs> you lay down. Just, hope nobody roofies me. This napkin seriously, yes, <laughs> stop them. Yeah. It'll it'll it keeps honest people honest. Yep. Uh those video games make it where there is no more morality at all. No. You don't God have to. No. You don't have to. There's no punishment for being a fucking asshole. Like there's no punishment for just murdering everyone. In fact, it's super encouraged if you go online, the most popular art videos or rust or anything are of people like betraying it like people will keep a gun in their inventory but then strip everything else off and run around with the rock and then be like hey, guys let me in let me in they're chasing me and they're like no dude like you might have I don't have anything I just started and these guys are after me and then they like alright fine they open the door and he's just like it's so fucked 
<laughs> goes in, he's like, just quips all this armor and clothing. He's like, and then fucking runs away. And it's like, doesn't take anything because he's rich as shit. Works so hard. Yeah. And then you just erased. Prepare to be a naked man on the beach. Like the game. And people started just screaming at him. Arik is naked in a man in the parade. Uh, are there still dinosaurs in that game? I'm not sure. I think I they've tamed them all. seen any in a while. Like, yeah, I, think I show just... up now and I'm like, where is... And I remember hunting. I used to hunt dinosaurs in that game when it first came out. Yeah. I haven't seen one in a... No. All you, see, all, you just hear, see like a fucking SeaWorld sign off in the distance. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're all in that. Mm-hmm. Cool. You get this guy with this animal pin that's built like half on the land and half on the water, and this motherfucker has captured two of everything. <laughs> fucking Noah's motherfucking ark out here. It's like that's fifty percent of the shit on the island, man. Like let some of it go. You're not riding it's just jumping up and down on <laughs> just, yeah. that's all he does. Uh, Behold. Yeah. So as frustrating as that is. Um, opposite is true for Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you right, can't tear right. people's bases down unless you <laughs> allow them to. Um, just an endless amount of shit. Like you said, that's to do a review on this, like an actual. Like if I had to break it down, you would have to do like today we're reviewing skill trees. Yeah, you know I haven't read any reviews this. for Fortnite yet. I'd be I'll, I'll be curious to see what what journalists write about this game. Game Informer talked about it, and they said, I'm not sure how long the novelty and like replayability is. Like, How long can you do the same thing over and over again? Mm-hmm. And I believe they haven't spent enough time in the game because fighting off zombies almost is like secondary to everything else. You know what I mean? Like, there's so mm-hmm. much more you got to do that eventually you got to be like, all right, I got to stop upgrading shit and go kill some zombies. Like, to yeah. re- or you could spend a lot of time in menus. Just, dude, that's I upgrade, upgrade. I, upgrade, I would imagine that I've spent probably that. close to fifty percent of my time in menus trying to get like everything every for one everything to make sense and then two to clean everything up because mm-hmm. schematics pile up. You start getting. During this whole Founders thing, they've given out a pretty large number of llamas. Like, I've ended up with a pretty hefty stack of loot on more than one occasion. But, like, 99% of that is all garbage. And it's all, like, gray schematics. Like I said, I'm level 13, and it's already not good. So, it's like... Have you unlocked recycling yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've unlocked recycling to, like... I've upgraded it twice. I think I can... I think. I think just before we recorded this, I upgraded it so I can recycle blue items. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I can do is blue. Blue or purple, something like that. Um, nice. That's that's The collectibles helpful. section? Have you gotten into that at all? Have you started adding to your collectibles? Mm-mm. So I think so. The collectibles book has a slot for one of everything in the fucking game. So as you get those things you put it into the collectible book and then it goes in there permanently. You can't access it. You can't recycle it. That's just it. That's the way that that item Oh, went. I should be doing that. I haven't done it at all. Yeah, so like I tried to... I ended up with just a bunch of garbage. I ended up with so many like wooden floor spikes that it was 
it ruined my game. <laughs> like I, I had to stop. I had to throw all of that away. Or, well, I ended up turning it into the collectibles thing mm-hmm. and then recycling everything. But it, It's a lot. and you, So they, they need to do a better job of trying to explain. They need to make, condense down the It could tutorial. definitely be streamlined. Yeah, yeah, condense down the tutorial. They, this is where I get into, and I wrote about this on our Facebook page. Love the game. Keep it a forty or sixty dollar game and delete half of that bullshit. Go in and stop. I don't need a llama every time. I don't need five of them every time. I don't need all of this shit that is in here. And I understand that when it goes free to play, that becomes a driving force. Yeah. If it wasn't a free to play game, and you get rid of that stuff, the fluff. Then I focus more on the collectible book that I had no idea existed or even cared to look at. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more. And you then get, you get some cool shit out of there. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Sorry. I should. I, I'm going to, tomorrow when I play again, we'll probably <laughs> hit that up. But it's, if you get rid of some of that and streamline it down, where I think it would make me focus more on my squads and weapon development. If you would just kind of like stop with all the, the endless loot, just end, I mean, whacking the llamas—it's fun. It's a fun novelty. Yeah, yeah. But there's like three different types of llamas, and then each one of those llamas has different upgrades that you can get, like we were talking about from hitting this thing. And it's like, all right, dude. Like, yeah, right now there's there's many llamas, which I'm assuming are like the normal loot box, and then there's there's founders llamas mm-hmm. that you can only get with founders coins. And then there's like a an upgraded llama that you spend some currency that starts with a V. Yep. And then there's another one that's like a what is the orange one? I don't. It doesn't matter. But like right now, there's the, the fucking loot, the number of the sheer number of loot boxes mm-hmm. is too much and could could probably be dialed back a little bit. But when hopefully, you have like you, so much content already. Yeah. Like so much going on. Mm-hmm. That's fucking clutter. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. And like you, you come into these situations, you whack this llama, and then it it's talking to you the entire time, which might get annoying. I don't know within six hours, but then you have to sit there and watch each item pop up on the screen that came out of that llama, and you can't skip that, and it pops up one at a time. And the only thing that you can do is just hold down the left mouse button as it fast forwards through everything. But then at the end, it shows you everything that you just got out of the loot boxes. And you can hit collect all there. Right. It's like, I can we please just skip this? Can we just assume that we put all the llamas into a big pile, smash them all at the same time, got all the shit, and now we're leaving? Because... Like you said, it's just it's just too it's there's too many windows. There's there's it's too much clutter. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking awesome game though. I really yep. enjoy it. So, but something happens like what just happened with me. I haven't even opened that collectibles book because it wasn't pertinent to the game. So I'm just like, Meh. like yeah. Take away loot boxes, except for if you fill the collectible sheet or something. Like yeah, that, that would give me a reason to like hunt for things so that's an entire um 
experience bar in itself. As you put things into the collectibles bin, you start getting experience and then you start getting you start getting like these file boxes, like a banker's box or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. and it's like the loot box of the collectible section. So it's 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 a lot it's a lot, but They've had a lot of time <laughs> to throw stuff Fucking into this game. Seriously. This shovel of content. They're just like, and this. And <laughs> like every day they went in, they were like, are we done? Do we want to add anything else? And Kevin was like, I mean, we could have like a collectible book. This and Overwatch like, game came out, and done. these loot boxes are pretty cool. Yeah, and I think that's what happened is games evolved over time. And, and since obviously since 2009. And I think the loot system was probably fairly late in the game because it's very Overwatch-esque, even though this game has been in development forever. Mm-hmm. That was probably pretty... Did you know they... Uh, I got told this the other night while we were streaming. Um, the llamas used to have like a little kid voice. Oh, really? And it was too creepy. <laughs> so they made it an adult voice and that unsettled people. So now they said they're going to go back... <laughs> Because it used to be like, like little high pitch, and the people were like, "That's fine." And so now it's looks like this cutesy little llama. It's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Like it's like an adult voice. Yeah, and people are like, "That's weird too." Like, make it not talk. <laughs> I like the creepy adult voice of it. I think that's yeah, funny that's, to me. I, I they, they're not annoying. If it if they go high pitch voice, I I might turn off voices at that point. Like that's that doesn't it. It's super funny to me that this, like, highly decorated, flamboyant, like, stuff coming off of it everywhere, and then it just, like, talks to you like I'm talking. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) Hey, do I get an axe, too? Yeah. (laughs) that's that's, It's like a game show host voice, too. (laughs) That's what's good about it. So are we going to do this or what? And you're like, (laughs) I've always wanted to be experience cards. So we haven't even touched on the fucking characters that you play in this game. So <laughs> an hour later. <laughs> so seriously. So let let's what what has your experience been with playable heroes so far? I found one I liked. That's good. And I haven't moved. So it's a constructor, it's a tank, it's girl the girl with a big old ass. I don't yeah. know what else to call her. Like, you that, can call her my favorite if you want. <laughs> you, you just run like when you run, it's third person. So if you play her, you're just looking at like a giant booty, just boop, 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 the whole time. But she's a tank, so you can for the first twenty levels, you can basically just melee weapon, set her in the middle, and you can wreak havoc. Go to work. And I thought this game is just like too easy. Right, like it's just too easy of a game. But then I watched, like a ninja, come in, yeah. or someone, else, and they they couldn't do that. They got in there and they were like, Ugh. and then you just see them like turn and run because they they get overwhelmed. Just get overwhelmed. But yeah. you can take, you know, you can soak up some hits with her before your shield disappears, and then you have a full health bar. Yeah. So if you upgrade your armor and upgrade your shield, I didn't even really mess with health until recently. I went upgrade shield, upgrade armor, and like just did that. Well, boy, she can she can take a licking, and it allows me to uh, if five or less zombies are there, I just start hitting. 
I'll, I'll get through <laughs> you before you kill me. And then I can bounce back and I recharge fairly quickly because I've upgraded all of that. So what, um, I really like her. What skills does she have right now? Does she have that bull rush? Uh, or like... Uh, like yeah. I, I played a I, I played a constructor rush. and he had he had bull rush and then he had a building shield thing that he could put down and within four spaces of that that block would reinforce all the walls and make the traps I think do more damage. Mm-hmm. I think I've got bull rush. I don't use it a lot. I don't find a thing. Uh, that's that's one thing. Like I really. I, I really keep forgetting kind of about the special abilities because you also have gadgets, which are special abilities. Sort yeah. Of, right. So I have gadgets. So now I have like a carpet bomb mm-hmm. and I have, um, what's my other gadget that I'm rocking? A health boost. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. The adrenaline, the, the adrenal- adrenaline. adrenaline rush. Yeah. So I've got the adrenaline and I've got that. So again, she's already super powerful. Um, I've upgraded my ability to regen my shield, and uh, my shield's pretty tough. And then if I do get in trouble, I've got an adrenaline shot that's just going to jump me back up. And that's badass. Whack 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 whack, and then I'm out of there. So, it now as the levels progress, you get new types of zombies that you cannot do that with. So that husks, you're going to be able to do that for a long time. There's crushers that have like building big fat dudes. arms, yeah, and they just they ignore you. They don't even they're come like. To you. They remind me of tanks uh, from uh, Left 4 Dead, like those just mm-hmm. big gorilla motherfuckers that just ruined everything about your life. And their only only care in the world is your fort. Like, they, they ignore you. Mm-hmm. So they're going to swing that fist and just charge and not... I mean, they might hit you if you're in front of them, but right. if you're too far forward in the map and he gets by you, He's going straight to a wall, and and, it's and they're quick, quick, they're, yeah. So you got to be on him. Like, there's a couple points in time where they're just kind of like lumbering around, and if you don't, like you said, if you don't take that opportunity, and he gets past you, mm-hmm. you're that's Fuxville. Like, he's going to do a pretty decent amount of damage to your yeah. base. Then I had a, I, I just before this, I had um this weird like hovering dude that i hadn't seen before that looked almost like ghost looking but he had like he didn't look like a husk he looked like the wall destroyer guys who was like purple and pink with like yellow spots on him i don't know what kind of dude he was though but he was like he it seemed like he would like phase shift around and just kind of keep punching me in the face he didn't do that much damage he was more of an annoyance but that was the first time that i had seen one of those outside of defending the atlas like we were just at the stage where we were just picking up loot and stuff like that is it weird that there's only one like goofy novelty guy that i've run into and that's the pitcher like everyone else is kind of oh it's kind of hive guy is kind of goofy kind of goofy but he's still like a monster like there is a a, one of the major zombies in the game that you encounter really early on is is a baseball pitcher. He's in like an MLB uniform with a hat. Yeah, he throws fucking bones at you. Yeah, but like everybody else is like a like a deformed beehive or the giant arm guy or the people inside of other people skin thing, and then just a zombie in a baseball uniform that throws bones at you. (laughs) So I wonder if there's going to be something else that's like novelty fun like that later on. Those guys are super annoying too. Yeah, the the lobbers, 
I think they're called lobbers. The female zombies yeah, that throw their heads. Head. Yeah. Yeah. I, I chalked those up to like the, the girlfriend that throws all your shit. Cause like her head's on fire and she throws shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I've had one of those before. And that's a, <laughs> I've it's, had. That's a bad way to put it. Not in my basement. I was in a relationship with one of those <laughs> before. <laughs> oh, that's good. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one's... She's annoying. The beehive. The, uh, for As a tank, that's your... That's that's Get rid of your sword, pull out your gun, and back up. Get away from it's that. It's the first thing I do. If I see a beehive guy, I just shoot the beehive off and then go back to to damage control killing everybody uh-huh. else but those bees take up too much space they have too much too much control and they do a fucking ton of damage when they get a hold of you and good for them on that that's a that's if that wasn't there there would be no reason for most of the match for me to leave just standing in the middle of the storm yeah wailing not that was just fun don't get me wrong kill i love getting right. gold gold kills and i Holy crap! With that tank upgraded, there's games where I'm in you know eight or nine hundreds, and it's like everybody nice. else is like two hundreds, and you're like, I bet they were pissed. Like <laughs> they're like trying to shoot from the base, and I'm just goo, 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 goo. and you can do like combos with the sword, so you can kill packs of four at a time. Yeah, just slice, stab, lunge forward, hit this guy, turn, throw an M80. Like the M80s <laughs> you get are those dumb and fun, but I love them. Super dumb, yeah. super fun though. They do like no damage. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. The uh. Oh man, I lost it. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> so, uh, so Atlas is the major mode of play that I've seen, and then defending your home base. Um, besides side quests, I I'm trying to remember the other modes. Besides side quests, I I honestly don't think that I could name another. It was another rescue mode. the rescue the survivors is a mode, but that one doesn't come up as much. Where it, that's more is that it? Oh, it's that's time, right. It's There's a time the, yeah. extraction in five minutes, and then you have to save X number of people. That's right. But that one doesn't come up as much. You'll play five Atlas games before you ever like maybe more, eight or ten Atlas games, and then you'll get one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I've only played one of those, and everything else has been yeah. building and yeah, shit. I've got two or three, and that's it. And that's so. I think we'll see a more variety of modes come out later. Hopefully, repair, and then hopefully, a little streamline. Uh, free free crap is going to slow down once they're out of this Founders Edition. Absolutely, because they need people to buy them. Yeah, I'm gonna be happy for that. Well, one in a year, I'm gonna be. I don't want to say done with it, but done? like, I might be coming back to see what they're like because it's something's going to drop right when it, when this game goes free to play, they're going to bring out something that is new that's going to pull all of us that are in this founder period back into the game. They're going to reset would all of us to zero, but give us something. Wouldn't that be some shit? I, mark it down now. Uh, 8-14-2017. Here's what I think will happen. They are going to do almost like a new season when it starts, and everything's going to reset, but you're going to keep, like, style or something of that order. I don't think they're going to allow the release of the game to have a third of the player base maxed out on day one. I don't know why I don't think that'll happen, because we already said it dumbs you down and brings you together, but 
if you've it'll noticed, it'll fuck up exposure times for yep, for people. You can matchmake and jump into a game that you don't understand. Yeah. If you're a lower level. If everyone is level 30 in your area network and you're a level 4 and you're just learning what's going on, it can pick you up and set you down where you don't know what an atlas is. You haven't played one of those yet. You haven't done any of this stuff and the game's already started. Right. And you're like And you you I, don't realize I, that for the first 5 minutes and you're like, "Oh, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck." So I don't believe that they will let that happen. I don't think they're going to have the first people that get that game and crack it open on day one of release for free to play. The first matchmaking they go to, they're not going to jump into some Hus survival thing with a bunch of max cap level people. True. That would be terrible. But hopefully there isn't just like six dudes that are jumping into this game and that there's going to be like an entire like an entire group of people that come into this game at the same time. I there there definitely will be, but we'll still be playing matches. Yeah. I dude, if they if they take away levels right now, it would be it would be the demise of this game. You if think? they were yeah, I think so. Cause there's been a lot of games that have come out of Early access, this is what this mm-hmm. is, early access. It's paid early yeah. access, just with physical copies floating around. There's been a lot of games that have taken you out of early access and reset all of your levels to start the actual yeah. game. And they've but, given you a coin, or they've given you a fucking outfit, or, or something. Or a title, the something The only difference here is that you paid paid for the early access. Like, yeah. You paid 60 or $40, depending on which edition you got, and then these people are coming in free to play, and if you... If you touch my shit, I might freak out. <laughs> but I'm I'm just looking at like how does it work, and they're gonna have like you can play in the open room and prestige back down to one. You'll look like whatever you get all this cool looking stuff, but you almost prestige right like Call of Duty does, and you go all the way back down in stats because that's not that's super common to have a prestige style thing. Yeah, or maybe that, and then they might have like a server of Founders Edition where you're super. You can keep playing as your big super high level. Yeah, I just think in a year, people that are in on day one or even month one, the game is over for you. Like right, right? Like you're going to be maxed out. You're going to have collected it all. Why would you play it when it comes out? Unless it's hopefully new shit, hopefully erased, different <laughs> shit. Sketch. So that's my prediction. I would hope that they would tell us that they were going to wipe characters like that. That little message that pops up when you first launch the game, it should say, "P.S. We're wiping your shit on this date." I don't even before. know if they if they know it yet. I just if that's just my prediction. I think that's what they'll get to. There may they may not even have a have a plan for it. I mean, it's a ways away. Yeah. Keep your characters. Like, that'd be cool if you keep your character collection. I just see it. For some reason, I see it like, thanks for playing the early access. You know, enjoy the full version of Steam with these added perks for being a Founders. Thank you. And then... Here's a hat. Bong. (laughs) Founders edition glowing sword. And zero everything. (laughs) <laughs> I'll quit. 
Yeah, I would have had a Probably year that of that point. game already. That's that's that is one thing that I wanted to bring up is like talking about the complexity is one thing. Quitting this game, like taking a break from this game for like three months, six months, coming back to this, I'm not gonna know I'm not gonna know a lot about what is happening in this game. And maybe that's just me and my shitty memory, but like there's a lot of times where I come back into a game where I know this is Fortnite, I know I mine stuff, I know I build stuff, but like I don't remember anything about the squads or anything about the expeditions and stuff like that. Like it's gonna have to be like a maybe I mean maybe there is one. Maybe there is like this like crash course tutorial that they give you when you come back from being gone from an extended period of time. But if they don't, they need one. Because that's yeah. going to be a thing. That you know what that like, th- I have a game that is like that for me, and it's a game that I I want to go finish, and I start playing it, and I can't remember exactly how to play it, and then I get frustrated, and quit, and it's Witcher. Yeah, yeah. That that was that game. Like there there was so much shit going on. There were so many stories running at the same time. It's because it, it's the fucking Witcher, man. It's it's not even play style. Like, play style, it takes me a little bit to figure out. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, god damn, I can't remember what I was doing. I can't remember yeah. why I'm here or how far I've gotten. And and then now there's three expansions, and I'm just, I get back into it, and I'm staring at those expansions. Like, I want to play Blood and Wine, and I want to do all this stuff. I have to commit. It's one of those games, like, I've done it with other games, where I, I just say, fuck it, and start over. I'm like, how, how that, many hours do I got? Yeah. 20 hours into it? Well, am I going to never play this game again if I don't start over? And then that's what I did with Witcher. I had it on Xbox One. I bought it on PC to start over and play all of it. All of it, yeah. <laughs> made it through the main quest and didn't play the others. I, I, too many games came out and I lost interest. Now it's been too long. And, I, and I'm in the dead of summer. This is when I should be going back and playing this. But then yeah. I find myself instead picking up Devil May Cry, which... Um, Ten years have gone since that game came out. <laughs> yeah. Totally remember how to play it. Like I'm like, oh, that's right. This guy has a supercharged sword. Like it's all I have to remember are the buttons and nothing else. Yeah, there's certain like like visual cues that pop up and you're like, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with like, Witcher, uh, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Gears of War, um, the active reload was that was the first thing that popped into my head mm-hmm. when you said that. It's like you reload once, you see that little bar, and you're like, ah, fuck. Okay, that's yeah. right. If I just hit reload again, reload faster. Neat. Neat. Yeah, that comes back quick. <sighs> Witcher, not not yeah. so much. And that's, it's not even a. It's not even. I wouldn't say an issue with open world games either. That's almost specific to like that type like super immersive type of game where there's a lot going on because i can i can go play like oblivion i just pick it up and go like i'd never yeah. seem to have an issue doing that um there's a lot of open world games uh grand theft just auto calls. i think is relatable so i haven't played the story for that game in a couple years but i know exactly where the fuck i was because mm-hmm. i know i know what a car looks like i've driven a car before i've never robbed a bank but i know what a bank looks like like all of these things around me are mm-hmm. f- are familiar pieces of my life but like you get into the witcher with it's like undead baby zombies i forget what they're called and like the <laughs> 
that swamp hags that have fucking bees for eyes and like you get in all this other shit and it's like none of this made sense in the first place and it hasn't started making sense yet so and on top of that i've got some weird love story thing i gotta juggle (laughs) right with like a daughter ish thing that's missing plus there's like a bunch of different kings and then a pretty complex fighting style i gotta remember all my different Mm -hmm. sorceries and it and a necessary like fighting style oh yeah like you need your abilities otherwise you'll get walked on yeah you're not just swinging swords in that game at all no and then i find myself just using ignite (laughs) i'm like i don't remember how well the trap thing works and i miss once or twice in a fight with it and but again not hard if you start over super hard if you haven't played in six months or ten months whatever you know your time has gone by and then you're jumping in super late in the storyline yeah way high level you know high damaging creatures that are coming Mm -hmm. after you it's not like that well hold on let me bring up the tree and look because i can still attack you right (laughs) (laughs) shit's popping off that whole time (sighs) fucking yeah man i gotta stop saying fuck so much that's a hard one to kick um so the last thing for video games for me is Overwatch announced a deathmatch mode. So they're going to have a free-for-all deathmatch mode and a six-person team deathmatch mode. And they're releasing... Um, a few of the maps have been modified, I guess. It's not out yet. But they're going to add in um, a, like a proper deathmatch scorecard. So when you hit tab, you'll see, you'll see your KD ratio and whatever the fuck else they want to give you points for so it'll actually track kills to you can see everybody on your team's kills cool instead of like holding tab and just seeing like oh i got a gold medal and Mm -hmm. kills so one one thing that they kind of base the original game off of they've abandoned because that was like a a big point in the beginning you couldn't Mm -hmm. see whatever so it was supposed to keep the negative well it it was to keep like the the objective idea mm-hmm. of like don't don't go off and go kill people it doesn't m- fucking matter if you have a gold medal and kills get on the fucking objective that's all you have to do just get on the fucking objective but people have a real fucking hard tar- probably the hardest time with that the, what still. i worry just about get there and just sit fucking still is call of duty has capture the flag and king of the hill and mm-hmm. no one plays them it turns into team deathmatch well, team deathmatch yeah. hard, or uh uh, the free for all, and that's that's it. Domination, like if you play PC, which Call of Duty PC doesn't have the hugest online following. There's just so many games for PC, so it's like you can still you could go buy an Xbox One version of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare or whatever, and mm-hmm. probably get into a match of any kind. But yeah. on PC, you you're not playing Capture the Flag. You're not Dude, you, advanced warfare. You can still get a yeah. you can still get a game going on a console. But you get in here and you'll see like no one no one's playing it. Like you can't. Yeah. So it's like I okay. think this is also coming from the, the the fact that it's Blizzard Blizzard shouldn't be counted out. Like these dudes mm-hmm. have been pretty much on the cutting edge of MLG shit for lack of a better term, but like just professional esports since since StarCraft. Like once korea blew up with that it's it's kind of been 
it's kind of been up to them. Yeah. Like there's been a few surviving. Counter Strike is blowing back up again, but like Call of Duty doesn't carry the weight that it did. Halo doesn't carry the weight that it did. And then Blizzard's just outright trying to make a professional Overwatch league. So hopefully, and and that game that game is built to be added on to for a long mm-hmm. period of time. I'm not Whereas mad Call at of Duty, doing it. I just hope that I hope that my traditional gra- game that I like to play is yeah. still there because mm-hmm. I like it because it's objective based. Yeah, I've always been a King of the Hill fan, or a you know mm-hmm. capture the flag, or move the payload. I like all that. I like it, teamwork. That's what it makes. It makes it like when yeah. you have a good team, and then at the end of the game, you join this game. No one knew each other. At the end of it, all six players want to stay as a group and then go play yeah. ten matches together. That's right. why Overwatch is sweet, and that's why I still play it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's a year it's and a some change later. Yeah, yeah. It's a good-ass game. You know what's not a good-ass game? What's that? For Honor. <laughs> so we talked about this last time, and I have a story up. For Honor did a competitive a Twitch really thing. <laughs> yeah. So Ubisoft had a uh, For Honor tournament uh, to promote like the new season right? that we talked about last podcast on how – why? Right? We were just like, why? 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 Yeah. <laughs> You've lost 92 or 94% of your player base. Your game is buggy, and you took a great concept, and Ubisoft just raped it. it just, <laughs> oh, God, it was. It reminded me of that South Park episode with freaking Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, right? Like, just I picture this big brute from For Honor just, like, bent over a barrel with Ubisoft. Just, <laughs> take it. Yeah. Take it. So... During the actual live event in a match, a guy that was winning and backing up another opponent glitched out and fell down and was immediately murdered. And the guy that killed him, they then show it. The announcer of this, like these guys are supposed to be pretty professional, right? Like they're yeah. on here and they're like, and then we see, uh, you know, Player one coming at it with a, this type of move is pretty common. They like break it down and they're like, oh, what he's trying to do here is back him into this thing. He goes, what the fuck? (laughs) 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 And it's one guy is like trying to keep it together. And he's like, well, what uh, what we saw here was a level variation. And and the guy in the background just keeps going, what the fuck? What? Like, (laughs) he just keeps saying. Oh, man. Um, is that is that a video? It's a video. Available? Yeah, it's, it's it was. I'm gonna have to go track that down. It was on Twitch live, and now it's recorded. Fantastic! It keeps going. Um, another clip: a, a raider is constantly able to um, spam moves because uh, somebody's overpowered and his moves like unblockable. So he's just doing like the same thing like during this competitive match, and because of this glitch, he's just doing. One move over and uh, just gong, gong, and there's nothing he can do. Like, it just, there was, he was stuck in, it was the equivalent of like when you found that perfect spot in Mortal Kombat where the guy couldn't get out of the corner. <laughs> just fucking punch yeah. him, just like and, punch and, him and, to death. And you remember playing with your friends and that would happen to you? You get so pissed and just throw the control, like, fine. Like, yeah. stop fucking doing that quip. move over again. Oogin, oogin, over and over. That was this. And this is on a professional match promoting the game. And you're just watching 
this extremely high-level combat game, right, with all these different movements, and this dude's just bonk, 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 totally ruined the game. Dude, that's such that is that is a huge oversight because that tells me that the player knew that that was a potentially that was an option for him. Like he had, there's a chance that he could just swing his weapon like an asshole the whole the whole time. That is Ubisoft not paying attention at all to anything that they could patch out of that. Like, why in the fuck is that still existing? How long has that game been out for? Right. The and you're coming into a tournament. Yeah, and the, and that's the other thing is this is a tournament, right? So this is where you show off the best players in the world, and it should be fantastic. Uh, yeah. The guy that won used an exploit that he found in the game to where it allows their attacks to be unlocked faster and unable to be parried. And when they presented the him the award, they said, you might have to change your play style uh-huh. because they're going to patch or like if this gets fixed and he's just like, well, I didn't have to for this. Like, yep. Yeah. I still I, won. I can't blame him. Yeah. I don't fucking blame him in but at all. Can you imagine if you were call of duty or any other game? And then like someone knew a glitch where they were unlimited ammo and they just like cornered themselves in somewhere and, and won the game every game by just holding down left button and like eating nachos. Yeah, off to the side, it'd be that's patched out by the next day. That's that's so stupid. That's so stupid. Yeah, and it didn't. It, like I said, this isn't one glitch. This isn't. Uh... You know what Ubisoft <sighs> should do? Ubisoft should make make games or like ideas for games, and then sell them to somebody else, and let them like complete it, polish it, release it, update it. Stay on top of it because Ubisoft makes decent games that are generally pretty fun. The Division was a lot of fun. Uh, they completely fucked that mm-hmm. by making level ranges. And then um, Assassin's Creed could probably be good if they tried maybe at least one difference in the fucking story. Splinter Cell, excellent fucking series. For Honor, that game was a ton of fun. Oh, God. But it was great when it first came out and then it just. They all they break their games. It's like they can't help it. They can't help themselves. So the last thing I wanted to read on this was um, the community is outraged. They already were, right? People already all pissed. ten people. <laughs> so the big thing here is that they posted Ubisoft's own players' agreement from the game. These actions can get you banned, and it's like, um. Exploiting, triggering, or using a bug, glitch, or bypassing establishment game rules to gain a significant advantage or skip progression steps is in their terms of agreement. <laughs> they gave a motherfucker a medal for it. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> you guys, you got, and that's all they had to say to him. Is you, you need to change your play style because we said you couldn't do that. <laughs> um, turns out you can't just tell people they're not allowed to use your broken game stuff because they're always going to do it. You got to make a not broken game. You, yeah, or enforce it. Well, and that, but that's arbitrary, really. I mean, it, to a point, it's not. But like, well, if that dude actually had a fear of getting banned from that game, then sure. But like, yeah, what he he certainly didn't read the fucking license agreement or the EULA. Yeah. It, 
to to a point that he won the professional tournament. The best player in the world didn't actually play the game. Is what happened at Ubisoft saying. For Honor. Awesome. For Honor. Yeah, sounds dope. I'm going to go play some For Honor. I need to get, polish up my <laughs> polish fucking spamming up. skills. Uh, and then the final thing that I've got, I think, for this podcast is something that you wrote down more stuff on to me. Uh, but No Man's Sky is now mostly positive for recent um, yeah, reviews I, on Steam. I saw... I didn't uh, honestly didn't write too much down about this, and I actually closed the tab. <laughs> that's ba- I mean that's the that's the end of the story. So they've added yeah, modes. Dude, th- there was another story a little bit further down. Uh, the headline is this is from this Gen Gaming. Uh, the head title says No Man's Sky is currently the best selling game on Steam. Amazon PS4 sales up six thousand percent. Evidently, this game took a turn for the better when they just recently released. I think they recently released a new patch or it's about to release. But evidently, since the patch before that, it has been picking up like rather positive feedback and people are beginning to enjoy it. I I don't even know if I I think I installed it like six hours after I fucking played it. I I tried it again after that initial patch that mm-hmm. brought in like base building and stuff but it was too it was too flavorless i, didn't I don't know base just building at all just building a bunch of stock buildings doesn't look that doesn't seem appealing to me especially now now that i have uh a fortnight yeah yes <laughs> build these badass towers that shoot lightning at people yeah no big deal um so that's that's the news for this. I know this was a huge Fortnite thing, but uh, that's a huge game. <laughs> yeah, right now. seriously. That's, that was kind of like my idea coming into this is like, dude, Fortnite could like, it could, just, it could, be, it could work for an episode, I think. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> 40 days in Fortnite, boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, anyways, uh, shout out to all the new followers. We are just on... Um, pod being alone we're over 500 uh followers it's amazing uh, pretty thank you pretty happy about that all of you uh to all to the people that have been donating money like thanks for buying stickers with it we're starting to get yep. like more advertising which is getting us more people so you guys are literally helping us grow this which is cool what else is there packs what what are dates for packs, packs is coming up uh september 1st 2nd 3rd and 4th Yes, that's correct. Sorry, just ran my face into the microphone. But uh, yeah, first, second, third, and fourth cool. of September, and and uh, yeah, Saturday afternoon I'll be at the pinball museum that day, nice. and then Monday, Saturday, Saturday morning at PAX, Sunday at PAX, outside I mean, and then Monday in PAX, Saturday night at the pinball museum. So. I don't know how many fucking people listen to this before PAX or that live in Seattle or that are coming to PAX, but if you do hear this, uh, fucking hit us up. Let me know. Come, come say, say hi. hi. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really cool to put a face to... Or come get high. Whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. legal out here. Yeah, it's so legal. Stretch, stretch those legs. <laughs> as long as you're 21 and older. Right. Yeah. And I'm in a relationship, so... Sorry, All you dudes. boys out there, stay back. 
Oh, all right, man. All right. Uh, it was fun. I'm glad we got back on to do this. This was a Hell yeah. solid gaming thing. We're going to have more cool stuff next week. Um, that's it. I'm out. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone.